It's great morning over here in the Smoky Mountain area of yeah. Maryville, Tennessee. Alcoa, yeah. if you will. Twin sisters. Good yeah. morning, everybody. Good morning. We're having a little coffee. We're, we're uh, parked in a parking lot because we're not driving because we're uh, on vacation and waiting for some folks to wake up so we can go visit the Smokies and enjoy a little respite from work. Yeah. We're not in our usual podcast setting, so... Studio. So I took the liberty of grabbing something, and you can, I guess, call this an express podcast, but, um, because we're just in a truck, it's freezing outside, and we're also... It's 42 degrees. Yeah, it's 42 degrees, and... We are also, hopefully, we'll be able to see the sunrise. Actually, I, I kind of see it through the trees, but that might blind us later while we're talking. That's right. You won't hear the blindness except for us screaming. You can hear retinas, the blindness. Retinas are getting burned mm-hmm. out from looking at the sun. I forgot my sunglasses. Don't look at the sunglasses are under the microphone, but we'd make a lot of noise trying to get those out, so we won't do yeah, that. Yeah, we'll try and be <clears throat> more subtle than what we can do, but... We've got some stuff to talk about. Yeah, we're going to talk about fun stuff. Like, how about, what are some of the top ten cartoon characters, cartoons, they don't necessarily have to be an individual episode, but we were just kind of shooting the breeze on the way over to the Smokies and thought, that might be kind of fun to talk about, reminisce about old days, because my... version of old cartoons and Kenny's version of old cartoons are different are different so he's got his favorites that he liked when he was younger mm-hmm. and some of the ones that I liked he likes and some of the ones he liked I liked and vice versa we got both have some that neither one of us liked of the others so Does that makes sense so <laughs> do you want do you want me to go first or do you want to go first since you're an older generation I, I am I'm not that old I'm not going to be I, I said you're an older generation. Wow. Yes, an older generation. So I guess you can start first. Uh, I, I, I think the all-time go-to, uh, everything that's relatable, and I think it was because we met a guy from Albuquerque in the elevator, is Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. Very that's... relatable, and 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 I'm gonna so I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> no uh... pun, pun intended, actually. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So I'm a, I'll back up. We met this guy in the elevator, and he, my wife said, "Oh, where are you from?" He said, "Albuquerque." I said, "Oh," and he talked. I knew what was coming from your mouth too. <laughs> I knew, like, as soon as he said Albuquerque, I was like, "Oh gosh, here we go with that." And he's like, "Oh, I couldn't resist." Did you take a left turn? And like, I don't know, you were like, something to that you effect. were you were devising something already, and I could feel it in the elevator and i just stood quiet never taken a wrong turn in albuquerque have you and then he he, got it well i got the reference i think he was faking i'm pretty sure he's heard that so many times in his lifetime just like for me like when someone says oh like kenny like who killed kenny (laughs) never heard that before (laughs) I, i thought it was funny that my wife kept pro- pushing. Well, no, where are you from? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm from Albuquerque. <laughs> no, really. No, 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 no seriously. No, no, seriously. That's not a real place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, I'm from Mars. Anyway, so so so, so you're Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. So I was gonna say the other things about Bugs Bunny is a lot of times when you go to try to find the cartoon number one, they're not generally played on uh, uh, on any channel. Of course, we don't have cable. We we do over the air and streaming stuff. But if you go to YouTube or whatever, the options out there a lot of times are the old Bugs Bunny. Like he was definitely out way before I was born back in the I don't know, 50s mm. and there's a different uh, artist that made rendering yes, of the uh-huh. Bugs Bunny kind of he's style kinda, yeah he's kind of fatter yeah and Elmer Fudd is kind of fatter it's just kind of weird looking I remember and one of not them. quite as funny or as yeah. lively maybe it's just because I grew up with the the, the ones in the 60s that they yeah. show on TV all the time so so Bugs Bunny's your all ne- all time number one. He's my go to. I think he's. Uh, 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 he's. I know what was it we were talking about? It was what a year ago, six months ago, and Bugs Bunny used to say, "Ah, what a maroon!" <laughs> and do you know, realize that it only dawned on me about a year ago that he was actually he's saying trying moron. moron. <laughs> so. So there's some beauty in the, and the guy who did the voices for most of the Looney Tunes and Bugs Bunny was Mel Blanc. Mm-hmm. Um, what a a talented guy to to be able to pull off the the Daffy Duck, the Bugs Bunny. The, um, I don't think he did all of the voices, but he did a large large percentage of uh, of all the voices. But yeah, Elmer Fudd and uh, Foghorn, Leghorn, and, and he brought a, I think and, he brought a dynamic to them because if he did all of those, so that I think I picked up generally most of their styles. They they kind of like I knew it was coming from the same voice, but I don't know. Maybe the cartoonist did a good job of separating them or something. Yeah. But they he did a pretty w- good job as far as um making them all different right to each other um and i feel like with that that kind of a voice acting i think that's what a lot of people shoot for is they like a lot of voice acting now like i watch i watch a few animes and i've started and surprisingly they've also started picked up in video games that are that are kind of digitally animated or 3d animated as well or just other games in general and I've noticed they have the distinct voice that everybody goes to. So now they have a distinctive voice that, like, oh, uh, this guy's definitely always, like, a villainous voice or the hardened veteran soldier kind of voice. Um, they always go to that same voice actor. So you have those, and then you also have people like these that I think people like to go to as far as just, like, they have a... I, I keep thinking of I'll, I'll give another example the the voice actor I forgot his name I'm terrible with names so I'm sorry it's the voice actor that does Spongebob um, yeah, I don't he he has been on Spongebob he's been on another cartoon that I remember um, that was kind of popular for a short while Adventure Time and a few others and he even though he he was kind of the same way uh, uh, as the actor Tom Kenny Tom Kenny, yeah. Um, he uh, he still had that like same 
voice effect that was still there, but he was able to dynamically change it and differentiate between SpongeBob and um, Johnny Bravo. Did he do Johnny Bravo? Yeah. No, he didn't. His uh, this uh, they must th- use a thank voice you, processor. Uh, thank you, Wikipedia. Um, he's uh, about a year younger than me. He's known for SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, video games, films, he's done many of the other voices, including let's see the Ice King, Adventure Time, the narrator and mayor, and the Powerpuff Girls. Oh yeah, he was the mayor of Powerpuff Girls. Carl Krenzitzwicks and Johnny Bravo. The dog and cat dog. Oh. Hank and Jeremy and Talking Tom and Friends, Spyro from Spyro the Dragon video game series. Really? So so again, going yeah, back yeah. so going back to distinctive characters that are that have a certain category of voices and then him and also the guy that did Bugs Bunny and all the, the some of the other Looney Tunes, they've had this dynamic to where it was kind of the same but they were able to Mask it, change it. Mask it and change it. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's the talent kicking in, and and it's uh, go down a little, another little side path here. I I appreciate the animated movies, but Hollywood sometimes has a tendency to draw on actors and actresses so that they get notoriety in the billing for the movie, mm-hmm. right? If, uh, pick somebody famous, I don't know, if uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is going to do the voice for uh, so the next, some, some Pixar some, movie, some Pixar movie yeah. mm-hmm. it'll get a draw because people that like him mm-hmm. will go to see the animated movie. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, but that's kind of like fulfilling a job not by the talent, but by you know by the talent and the skills and their background. It's more, just by, it's more marketing yeah, than, than it and is. And I don't like, care for that. Now that doesn't mean yeah. he couldn't do a good job or right. somebody couldn't do. Um, another example in that realm that I think they have done a good job is the the uh, actor, Broadway actor, and actor that does the voice for Olaf, for example. Right, it cracks me up every time and sings and the funny stuff just very talented guy or is it Kristen Bell that does uh, one of the sisters yeah the, um, the and Frozen shoot what's her name the the, the the one that creates ice yeah Elsa yeah uh, go do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, anyways, it's kind of cold outside. <laughs> anyway, so so what? that's so we we got we got so, way so going track. going back. So what's so Bugs Bunny is your first choice? I think Bugs Bunny would be my first choice. Okay, so who would be in your the next lineup? I would have to gravitate. Uh, I have to the, turn the hands of time back to when I was young, and maybe it's because of the way they played them in the mornings and together, but that's how much time I ended up spending with them on Saturday mornings was, um, uh, uh, just went straight out of my head. Saturday. Coyote and Roadrunner. Yeah. Uh, Wiley Coyote. Yeah. The antics of him trying to capture the Roadrunner. I can remember, uh, as a family, we drove to California in a 
1968 Volkswagen Westphalia camper, uh, which I still have the tent for, um, <laughs> is, and, and I remember Dad woke us all up early. Uh, everybody was sleeping. You know, this is a family of five pulling a, a 12-foot boat. Anyways, we were somewhere in New Mexico, out west or whatever, and and a road runner ran and across the road in front of us. Right, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Here I was, a kid watching the Coyote and Route Roadrunner, and at that point had never seen a real Roadrunner, and I will say it was very fast. Mm. Um, but anyway, that was very funny. Um, I think I I liked really liked uh, moving down the list here. Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. Always very very funny to me. Um, always, I, I think that the. The combination, uh, back to Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, and uh, Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd, and Bugs Bunny and his, his, uh, the challenges of, like, the opera singer, and and, uh, always having to go back and forth, and kind of fighting, like, that was a construction worker, and they built some highway, and all this other stuff, Mm -hmm. anyway, uh, I think that the influence, too, was my... Dad, particularly, had introduced me to Abbott and Costello and Laurel mm-hmm. and Hardy, mm-hmm. so these teams of comedians, right? And I saw a lot of that. I think there was an influence maybe in the cartoons. Maybe it was in the writers who put those cartoons together. So um, Tom and Jerry, and then, um, well, let's see, what would come after that? You know, well, Foghorn, Leghorn, and was it? Tweety? That was different. They weren't together. Tweety Bird? Yeah, Tweety Bird. And then, um, oh, there was something else in that realm. I remember this, the, the was the, this <clears throat> dog and cat, and this, this dog was a big sloppy puppy, and he would bark at this cat, and the cat would always flip upside down, and his claws would go, like, stick into a board, mm-hmm. or... Like even one time in the bottom of an airplane, but that that wasn't. I said Johnny Quest. What else? The old Johnny Quest. Why was there a new one? No, <laughs> no. When I was when I was in high school, there was a Johnny Quest that was kind of the remake remake version of it. But the Johnny Quest you're talking about is the old like I want to say cartoon esque real reality cartoon esque. Uh, comparative to scooby-doo the old scooby-doo right the the way the animations was basically you either go left or right <laughs> yes and the, the legs spinning for running and that kind of stuff yeah which you brought up another one scooby-doo we used to watch a lot of that and part of that was we also had a great dane when i was a kid so mm-hmm. my, my even my mom liked scooby-doo um uh, but johnny quest scooby-doo how many you're at now you, you you named something else that fired a Neuron, now I can't remember what it was. Johnny Quest, Scooby Doo. I'll think of it in a minute. I can't remember. What, where were you at? Eight? Seven? I've kind of lost count. Uh, Bugs? Tom Jerry? Foghorn? Leghorn? Debbie Duck is separate? Maybe? Uh, Fantastic Four? 
those are the one I was thinking of. Now that I've never heard of of an old cartoon. series cartoon of Fantastic Four. Uh, uh, Spider Man uh, as a cartoon uh-huh. was was I mean so so uh, so when the Marvel movies started to come out right and they started reintroducing like making movies of characters that they hadn't uh, used in a long time I mm-hmm. guess is the best way to say that and and looking for. I was looking for things that you probably wouldn't have noticed so much, but like when they made the first new Spider-Man movie, and they, I kept looking for the theme, like where's the theme song, you know, where where are the characters, where's, where's the uncle, and all this other stuff, and when they would come out in the movie, I thought, yeah, they did a good mm-hmm. job, or some of the other movies that we had seen where they were... Car- comics and then cartoons <clears throat> that became movies in the Marvel universe. That was that was kind of cool, or even DC. But. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm kind of right now listed out until I something else pops yeah. in my head. And just hearing you, oh, Pink Panther and Pink, yeah, Pink Panther and um, Aardvark. So listening to that, uh, most of the cartoons, and I've seen the animations like this, the art style. Like, the Looney Tunes, you know, that kind of art style was also similarly to Tom and Jerry. And then going into, like, Johnny Quest, Scooby-Doo, those were also similarly the same art style where it was kind of like a static rendition of a, of a cartoon, but then they just have, like, a separate animation of them moving their mouths. And it was actually more or less a loop, like... For example, uh, the animations they have when they have Shaggy and Scooby run, uh, run away from a monster is the same, like, if they use the same, yeah, the same animation, like, if instead of something scary happened, just something out of the ordinary happens. I noticed they use the same animations, which is, by that time, they were probably just saving up time and money and all that stuff. Um, So... And so I still enjoyed the old Scooby-Doo's because they, there was multitudes of them. They made it like super, at least for a kid, it was still scary on the ghost aspect and also the mystery, like what it is and who did it or whatever. Uh, and I still enjoy the Looney Tunes, the old Looney Tunes like you uh, in your era because some of the jokes or the things that they do... Um, to me are still funny because it's still relevant to today's society in a certain way um and even though like for example i know that some of their stuff that they mention are kind of out of history or out of something i think it's still if you're smart enough they're definitely for smart people because i and here's the thing i know i understand that there are some there were some looney tune the old looney tune cartoons there were some form of um uh i don't i don't want to say racist it was it had nothing to do with race during that time that's just what it was because it was between it was between wartime of japan and germany yeah, and russia yeah but there was stuff like even some of the um, oh gosh! I'm, now I'm gonna pick my cobwebs, like Bugs Bunny doing it. Oh, mammy, that's from an old 
vaudeville That was a pop act. culture reference, yeah. It's, it's a vaudeville act back in the 20s, mm-hmm. so you listeners can correct me, where uh, a white actor, singer would blackface themselves. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very obviously blackface. Yeah. Right, and sing as if they were singing old um, field worker songs from back in the days of slavery, the songs that the slaves would sing, uh, uh, gospel or whatever it was that they brought Mm. forward. Um, Again, no, I don't think when that's done in cartoons or even today, in many cases, it's not done out of disrespect or any kind of jab towards racism. It is just someone, someone's artistic mimicking of mm-hmm. somebody else. You can you can relate that to <laughs> comedy sketches or even I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna say it. Some of you might get angry. Saturday Night Live right. have done have done sketches like that and for that it like you said it's just the creativity and then again during those times it was popular to pick on other countries at especially during this time when we when there was war right happening and they were doing the same thing it was all propaganda and you can look at it in the history books but going going back on the subject i enjoyed all the stuff that the Looney Tunes were bringing, just the innocence of it, and how um, the the these characters would basically just annoy each other, push their buttons to like like get them crazy, and like and and I think a lot of people can relate to that because there are little tiny annoyances in our lives that just made like <laughs> like just kind of just kind of like make them. <laughs> make them crazy and insane um and then of course you have a little comedy where the other side's like oh why don't you try you know having a floating bridge right there it's like oh there's a floating bridge from the painting yeah i did it and then they walk and then it falls off and then they fall uh, there's i i still like that but i think my favorite cartoon out of the looney tunes era is probably the mountain lion oh yeah um with um with uh, bugs bunny and for those of you that don't remember the mountain lion, that's that's the one that's the scene where he asks Bugs Bunny for a cup of sugar, uh, a lump of sugar, and so Bugs Bunny asks, well, "How many, how many lumps do you want?" And the lion's like, "Ooh, three or four. And he gets a out and hits him three or four times. And again, that's slapstick comedy. I I like that. Um, and I think it. I don't. I don't remember the the lion's name. I think it was Larry the Lion or something. That's what I am trying to find out. Um, but I, I always thought that was, that was funny in general. And just again, the voice acting who did that was just like, I don't know how you, you would fall into finding that voice, but you know, you you just gotta cook the bunny. And then then he had this laugh. (laughs) Oh, I just almost choked on my coffee. Oh no! Well, anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, he but would, he would be like, "There's a little rabbit," and, and when he laughed, it just uh, Leo the lion. Leo the lion. Hmm. This is no speaker. 
Sometimes he has an Irish accent, it says, but... Who did the voice acting? Was it your guy? Uh, I believe it was still Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc. Yeah. Wow. Um, as far as other cartoons, there's no particular order. Let's see, I said the lion. Uh, I definitely think one of my top favorites uh, in my era, cartoon. most of it was Cartoon Network related. I think Cartoon Network had a lot of good cartoons during my days in high school. Uh, I think they've, to me, they've, I think they've fallen short because now a lot of their cartoons are just a lot of random stuff. There's no theme or lessons or anything like that. Definitely, and also not like any lore related stuff. Um, Pete the Puma, by the way. His name is Pete the Puma. Pete the Puma. Not Leo the Lion. Oh, he's a Puma? Mm-hmm. Okay, well. Anyways, the <clears throat> one of the top ones that I, when I was a kid, uh, was Courage the Cowardly Dog. Uh, I always enjoyed, like, I don't know, like, I wasn't big on scary stuff, but I, I, for some reason, was entranced to keep watching it because I was because I was thinking like man Scooby-Doo's scary and dark in some some episodes and then Courage came like oh this is slightly darker and creepier if you have your lights off in your room um like but anyways I also enjoyed the the hateful comedic humor between him and Eustace Baggs the owner uh his wife was always good to the dog and then Eustace was just like he hated everything stupid dog, stupid dog. <laughs> and like would scare him and and courage there's there's just a few scenes where I would laugh really hard because he would scream like abnormally loud for no for no reason and I always I always think of that with other dogs that I've come across where they just go ah! they just start freaking out like your dog when she wakes up in yeah. the morning <laughs> um but there was that. Uh, Dexter's Lab was my other oh, my other great. one. Um, oh shoot, you put me on a spot. Yu-Gi-Oh was was Yu-Gi-Oh. I'll put Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon together because they were always my Saturday night. I would always watch something there. Um, growing up, Dragon Ball Z was another one that was one of those fighting fighting ones. What about Sonic? Uh, a hedgehog. I liked the one... That's where you learned to say, What the... Because you said it when you were very young, and we had to find out it where it was coming been, from. It must have been the Sonic the New One. Uh, well, there was different Sonics. There was like the cartoony one, and then there was a serious animated one. So I think it might have been the cartoony one, where... He would always eat chili dogs all the time. Because as as you grew up, there were more and more references intertwined, uh, references of um, character humor that was used that was built for adults. I don't know how else to say that. It's kind of like when we watched Aladdin again a few weeks ago. I, I got a reminder that it was 
very, very much full of, of adult, understandable innuendos that kids would never have mm-hmm. gotten when the movie came out. And I think the cartoons, as I observed them while you were young, watching what you watched, because we had to watch what you watched, would they would do things that were funny, but that you would have never understood. Yeah. You might have thought it was funny because of the way they delivered the statement. Because it could have meant something else. <laughs> That's right. But I, it could be totally something yeah. different. I know Pixar or some of the other anime, I know maybe DreamWork, they're really good at doing that. So it not only entertains the kids that the, are at the movies, the adults but, it, but it also, also like, for like you, like, airplane. Like, planes. Yeah, planes, Like sorry. when I lost it in the theater. Oh, yeah, when, it was the first one, right? Because <laughs> I thought, oh, planes, uh, you know, related to cars. I think Dad would like that. He's a plane enthusiast. We go to the movie theater, and Dad sincerely, like, enjoyed the movie more often than the kids that were in that movie. And I was cracking up laughing because I missed so many parts. My One of my favorite parts I like to tell is the... The scene where <clears throat> Dusty is going off to the race, right? He's going to mm-hmm. join the, the round-the-world race or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he goes and flies into a major airport. Well, he's a he's a country guy. Yeah. You're right, crop duster. Yeah. Right? Well, he, he has a dream of becoming, like, a racer or something. Well, he, yeah. He's on the way to the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he flies into this major airport because i'm a pilot and a mechanic and i understand all this stuff and Mm -hmm. he flies into this major airport without i think they were even making radio calls to him like what are you doing whatever he lands so he lands without permission which is a no-no you don't fly into a major airport without permission Uh, you talk to atc he doesn't know where to go and there is this brand new uh what was it it was a 777, I think, that had just come out, the Boeing, with the American you, Airlines new paint job. For those of you who don't know, that's a big, It's a big new airliner. Big airliner. Yeah. So, so American, if, if people remember back, American Airlines had changed their paint scheme, and it was a big stink. Like, mm-hmm. oh, why are you changing your paint scheme? In so many years, it had the double A on the tail and all this other stuff. And it was, anyways, it was a big newsmaker thing. Here, this movie comes out. Dusty taxis up to the to this big airplane, and there's a, one of these little tugs um, vehicles that's mm-hmm. pulling pulling the airliner around, right? Mm-hmm. And Dusty's saying, oh, "I don't know where to go," and and the tug is kind of being nasty, like 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 when you're in high school and a freshman comes up to you and asks you where that's to go, and you're, yeah. you're like, "What do you bother me for? Yeah. Why don't you just go down the hallway and turn left?" Yeah. When you, you've sent him in the wrong direction, well, that's uh-huh. what this tug was doing uh-huh. to Dusty. <clears throat> and finally, the big airplane spoke up and said, "Oh, you just go down here and you can take a look." He gave him the correct direction. Correct address, yeah. And and Dusty taxis away and he turns out like over his head, kind of shouts over his shoulder, and goes, "Oh, by the way, nice paint job." <laughs> <laughs> nobody, uh, nobody in nobody the theater, in the got, theater it got it, and I was losing it. And then I lost, I I missed some of the next lines because I was laughing so hard, and I was like, and and I, my and wife I, and Kenny were. <laughs> And we laughing were, we were like, because I was why laughing. Why is he laughing at that reference? <laughs> I don't get it. And anyway. anyways, so it, it's cool how the like Kenny said that the, the writers today understand that parents are having to sit through the same shows, and if it's not entertaining for them, even if their kids are being entertained, they're gonna 
drag them out of the theater and go home, right? So, plus, if they enjoy it, because of the way video sales are, the, <clears throat> the manufacturers of the entertainment industry know that you'll probably buy it and want it at home, and you can watch it over and over again. So Yeah. And I'll say, I'll put them in a group of Pixar... I, can they count as cartoons? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So I'll put even the shorts, right? I'll put I'll put I'll put Pixar as as one of my lists of because I think I think Pixar at least at least from the outside perspective I don't know internally I'm sure I'm sure it gets difficult because Pixar does a really good job writing and delivering the story the way that it is not only to appeal to the kids and teach them a, a lesson into it but also to capture like you said uh, an older audience and maybe have something that they can relate to right um so i always and, and they have phenomenal um <clears throat> animators and yes and so kudos to all the anim- animators that work overtime and try and get that because uh to make those pixars look the way that they are i know it take lots and lots of hours to to I en- to adjust i enjoy how they create the realism but yet maintain animation cartoonish look mm-hmm. as opposed to cgi of recreating a a, a live person right you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying the difference mm-hmm. animators that say okay you got to make you got to make the fur move on Monsters Inc. You got to you got to make the fur move, and just when he turns, or if the wind blows, and whoever is smart enough to keep capturing all that, in in like hey, in real movement, when you turn your head, your hair moves, and all this other stuff. Somebody's writing that code into the yeah I, animation. I'm calling yet you guys the unsung heroes. Yet so. it's yet it's still a cartoon, mm-hmm. right? It, I'm glad that that they're able to keep that fun, right? Right. Keep, keeping animation fun uh, to me is is important about the presentation and like you said Pixar does a really good job of that other animators do too not just Pixar yeah and if there's some if there's some uh, if you, some of you animators that are listening have uh, is like oh you're saying Pixar's well or whatever I get it there might be because sometimes it would be higher upper management that wants to like Oh, you know this thing that we said? Yeah, the one that we spent a uh, hundred hours on. Like, yeah, uh, trash that. We're not going to do that. And if you're an animator and you're feeling really, really uh, um, generous, and you want to create caricatures and animate Kenny and I for CGI's, that'd be cool. <laughs> you're you're wanting them to make animation video of us? Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. We'll we'll make that a <laughs> make that a short. Let's let's say I don't know. 15 seconds the Ken and Kenny cartoon yeah we'll do we'll do a 15 second 10 to 15 second that way you're not like <laughs> blasting your brains out overnight trying to get a 30 second because I know 30 seconds is a lot of work compared to 10 to 15 which is a lot of work in there and, and anyways that's the other thing that people don't understand <clears throat> when it comes to animation and car- even cartoons, even cartoons that, that, that the hundreds if not thousands of hours they're put time into it. spent into for for example the looney tunes they didn't have computer. any of this computer animation oh, no. stuff they had to like 
draw it. Yeah, they have to draw it. Uh, and I think there was other final prints where they had to like they used they used sheets of paper. You know, remember the remember paper. Remember paper. <laughs> remember when you when people drew like stick figures on a notepad and they would flip it through it very quick. That was pretty much the same process they had to use, but in a in a bigger setting for a cartoon to be broadcasted and presented into printed into film and then presented to broadcasted on TV. So you're talking about, you know, more, more different creativity style to deliver the results. I haven't done that in a while. I used to be bored in church. I would do the stick figures mm-hmm. in the corner of the hymnal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, come after him, my, Ken Rutchow. Um, yeah, my brother would. Anyway, uh, funny. Guys. Let's see. I'm at six. I haven't really thought about the last four. Uh, cartoon, cartoon, cartoon. Is that a cartoon? No. I don't want to put. In, I thought that was the name of a cartoon. No, it's not. Uh, ooh, uh, Rocket Power. Uh, oh, what about Johnny Bravo? You used to watch him a lot. Yeah, I'll watch. Yeah, I'll actually I will put him in because he was just act all cocky and yeah. like think he he could land getting with a girl, but then when he almost does, he always screws it up some way to and then and then like because now he wants to be just a chick magnet. I think that's all he ever. I think there the last episode he was like, you know, I really didn't. You know, I think there was one episode he wanted to like he found someone that was willing to accept his attitude and stuff and he he kind of liked that but at the same time he was also struggling because he was always trying to be a chick ma- or think he was a chick so he's combing his hair and, lo- and looking at himself yeah. so right? i think i think i think that was one of the last episodes he had to choose between the two and he decided he, like, to go with the chick hey, you girls here. look great but have you seen me yeah <laughs> <laughs> excuse me lady do you like sandwiches because I'm a whole lot to eat or something like that. I don't know. It was something ridiculous. <laughs> do, you, do you like sandwiches because I'm a whole lot to eat? I don't know. That's hilarious. Um, so I guess I'll put him in there. Dad's taking a picture of the sunset. And That's he's right. not being discreet about it whatsoever. See, you heard that? Can't you put that on vibrate? No, no because... <laughs> vibrate? No, because it's a full-size 35... I am taking a picture of the sun that has come up, and we are sitting right at the Knoxville Airport, right behind they the They know Knoxville. where we're at. I know, but the Knoxville Airport sign, if you look at that, it looks like they the monolith in two, the Space Odyssey 2001 Space Odyssey well, movie. We're not talking about Odyssey. We're talking about cartoons. <laughs> it does. Oh, well. If you could see um, what I see. What other cartoons? Uh... There were, used to be a few cartoons I would watch pretty regularly. Oh, uh, Teen Titans was pretty good. Again, a lot of my cartoon selections were from Cartoon Network. And I think they did a good job of presenting cartoons that made sense. And they've also put in some realism into like, like oh, this isn't playing around. This is a This is a real thing that could happen or something instead of being all like, you can be witty about it, but you can also, like, be realistic and, like, oh, this stuff could be potentially dangerous or something. Um, I'm glad you didn't, like, Beavis and Butthead because it was... I never be- watched it. Beyond you. What was the other stuff? The, 
the ones that come out that's adult the adult swim that would come out late at night yeah which that was that was funny in it like in an older context not as a kid but a lot of kids my age and occasionally i would watch watch it because i would stay up late while i was doing something but it would come up and there is a there was a clay animation or a it wasn't really clay animation but it the the progress was still clay animation where they did like a chicken run or robot Wall- no sorry Wallace robot and chicken kind of stuff huh Wallace and Gromit kind of stuff yeah uh, but it wasn't with clay it was with dolls or something um, dolls <laughs> I hate dolls oh different movie um. Scooby-Doo, the old ones, I'll put in there. I already said Looney Tunes. I put Looney Tunes as one category. And I watched Jackie Chan Adventures. This is when Jackie Chan had so many movies. seems like every two every year or once every year, he always had some movie come out. And this was probably at a, at the peak of his popularity, and um, I don't know if it was Warner Brothers. It might have been Warner Brothers, but somebody took in him and and collaborated with him to create a Jackie Chan adventure storyline, and it was actually really good. Um, up until towards the end, where they just had no nothing else to present, but. Um, that was interesting because it created a lot of the same movements Jackie would do. And it wasn't, I don't think, mm, I don't know. I, it might've been voiced by him or maybe it was by someone else. The voice definitely sounded different when I heard it, but it, it was interesting to capture martial art techniques in a cartoon. Um, Anyways, they created a story like that. That was that was pretty good that I like to watch. And I'll just... I, I think I have two more, but I'm just going to end it with one uh, more cartoon. And that winner is going to be... <laughs> going to be... If it's like mine, I, I'm sure you're not necessarily in any particular order. No, of it's not. It's just, uh, it's just my, my top that I can think yeah. of and what I grew up with. I watched one while you're thinking. I watched one as an adult that I, I think it was because of the time of day. I worked nights and and was home during the day, and my wife was working during the day. Anyways, I I would watch this cartoon like two thirty in the afternoon or something. About twenty. Five twenty-eight years ago, something like that. Mm. No, that's before you were born. So 30, 32 or thirty-three years ago. That's crazy. It's got it was called Spiral Zone. Mm. <laughs> Never heard of it. Yeah, it was kind of a lot. <clears throat> but anyways, it was not necessarily an adult thing. It was just on in the afternoon before I went to work. Uh, I gave you time. That was a buffer. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what else. Uh, I'm trying to think of sat- the all the Saturday cartoons that I used Disney to watch. Disney Channel cartoon stuff that you, you know there was. Oh, uh, oh. Th- what about the the guy that the old duck that um, old duck that had a lot of money and 
they went on adventures oh, all the time. I wouldn't. No, he's. No. I don't know. I. But I will say, the movie and maybe some of the television aspect of it would have been goof, uh, a goofy movie. Goofy movie, and and I'll relate that to the TV series. I think it was Goof Troop. So I always liked Goofy. Or the, the they came out. I didn't like it later when they came out with all, all of the the baby characters. Oh, like the Looney Tunes stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like no, stop. It's not you. Now you're running out of writing material. <laughs> yeah, I remember when they did the Muppets as cartoon characters as babies. Yeah, that's not good. And I was like, I, I think that's asking too much because I understand they were trying to, they were probably trying to grasp some money for something for adults to capture on, and Muppets was one of them. That's because the Muppet Show was both for kids and adults. The one was on TV show because they had live <clears throat> actors, like real live Hollywood people would be guests, hmm. right? It almost, it's almost like a Saturday Night Live. It was. Muppets, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, we would sit around. It's like Sundays we would watch National Geographic and the and Disney. That was just a thing. You know, it was dinner time and Sunday relaxing with the family. We all sat down together and we'd watch. Of course, there was only four channels at the time on TV, but but uh, we would do that, and that was tradition. So, uh, we're at forty-five seconds. We are at forty-five seconds of time left, and we're enjoying the sunrise. It finally, yes, I took a picture, but it has come up over the Smoky Mountains, and it's uh, almost time for us to complete this particular episode and adventure. And we hope you've enjoyed our little back um, backwards look at some stuff regarding cartoons and I'm sure that as you as you get older or as we all get older you start to reminisce about your past and and because uh, every day is precious and we like to have a little fun um, I think you can tell by now Kenny and I, I like to laugh so and tell us what your favorite cartoon was growing up right. as if you go to our Facebook uh, facebook.com/ I think it's official Ken's, what do you mean, official, Ken's official crew, it's different, it's, it's definitely different, um, than what I'm trying to remember, but if you go to twitter.com slash the Ken's crew, you can find us there and tweet us your favorite cartoons that maybe we could talk about in the next episode, maybe there's a cartoon that we forgot to mention, and, uh, we can talk about that. And if you can't find us on Facebook, you can always go to www.kenscrew.com. Um, oh, that should uh, no, that should give you the no. Dad's trying to find the Facebook thing, but there's a handle if you can find us. If you search for us, just Ken's Crew on Facebook, you'll find us. Uh, just give us a like and then leave a uh, post us a message on what your favorite um what your favorite cartoon was and so we'd be glad to hear that and um and i think that's where we're gonna end our episode so i'm kenny i'm ken and we are out have a great one